Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and I'm happy you're listening in. Today's topic, we'll discuss in just a minute. How about a little intro music first? All right, we are live with episode number six. The question, what does missions look like this summer? Now, what makes this question unique for this particular summer is that COVID-19 has resulted in nearly everything shutting down. We had our gin senders ready to roll to San Diego, California for NAM's church planning partnership. That trip's canceled. We had our opportunity with our partners in West Africa, also canceled. And a variety of other things that you all were looking forward to, myself included, and it's all changed due to something out of our control. So what do we do? Travel is certainly limited right now, and hopefully things will be getting back to normal soon. But even when it does, plans have already changed. So this certainly is a good discussion for us to have and a question that I look forward to diving into. This week, I'm excited for us to hear from our missions pastor at First Baptist Church, Jay Ham. I'm grateful for Jay's leadership in the area of missions and excited to have him join us on this episode. Let's listen in to what Jay had to say. Well, DJ Myrick, first of all, let me say what a privilege it is to be a part of this podcast and get an opportunity to talk a little bit about what missions looks like for college students during this summer. And, you know, we're in a just an absolutely remarkable time in our life. I've been the missions pastor for a little over 11 years at First Baptist Church, and I've personally never seen anything like this. Uh, You know, we had college students who were planning to be overseas for the summer. Uh, We had college students who were planning to be with Jensen, project over the summer uh, with camps with different all kinds of different ministries lots of trips planned and you know all of that has just kind of come to a halt and it's certainly a, a unique situation that we're living in right now and so I think this is a very timely question what does mission look like for college students this summer and I'm reminded a little bit of the story that Paul that we have of Paul in Acts chapter 28 the Bible says that for two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house, and he welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Uh, you know, Paul was under house arrest, and he was still able to share the gospel, still able to do missions, still able to do ministry. The Bible says without hindrance. So life is a little different for us this summer. Ministry is a little different for us this summer, but through God's help and through the Holy Spirit, I think we can find a way to do missions this summer. And so I'd like to talk about that just for a second today. You know, obviously I think college students are gonna have to take a, have a real gut check and say, you know, what was I called to when I was called to missions, when I felt that call to do missions for the summer, what was it that I was being called to? And I hope the answer to that would be that I have been called to share the good news of the gospel to those who have not heard it or those who have not received it. And so I think if that's the answer, then we're going to have to take a look around us and we're going to have to figure out how can we do that with the restrictions that we've been placed, that have been placed on us over the summer. You know, I got an email a couple of weeks ago from one of our partners who serves over in South Asia, and this is what he had to say. He said, we have been on strict lockdown for 21 days and cannot leave our house 
or risk being arrested, but we have found ways to continue to serve God. He says, I've stayed in daily contact with the national partners here, encouraging them and coaching them to find solutions to lead those under their care. Now listen to this. Here's what he says. He said, these guys have discovered that there's a great gap that many Christians have in knowing how to feed themselves and their families from the Word of God. And they've now realized that they had an unhealthy codependence that existed with the church that encouraged this situation. And so he feels like personal spiritual responsibility is on the rise in his country and that God has actually turned something bad around for good. And he was saying through the Baptist Global Response and through some of the work that they're able to do there in his country, he said that the gospel has been shared so many times for the first time to many homes during the effort that they've had. And so I just have to, I have to believe that college students are going to have to take a few minutes and they're going to have to think about what is it that I've really been called to. Uh, if I'm called to love my neighbors, if I'm called to share the good news with those who have not heard it or who have not received it, then I'm going to have to take a serious look around me and, and figure out, you know, how, how can I share the gospel with these people? I remember a couple of months ago I was with Brett Hatfield and he was discipling some young men and I just wanted to sit in and kind of listen and they were reading through a book, uh, Life on Mission, Joining the Everyday Mission of God, Dustin Willis and Aaron Cole. And I remember a statement in that chapter, in chapter 9 that they were reading. I remember I said, people who live on mission are always on the move towards others. They don't wait for the world to come to them. They seek and find people who have needs. And if that's really what we're being called to in missions, then that doesn't change. Uh, Whether we can't travel or whether we can't uh, go outside of our own homes, uh, we have to be able to figure out ways to to seek out and find people who have needs. I remember in that chapter, it said, everyday missionaries don't just study and learn and sit around all day reflecting on the gospel in a quiet room. They have an urgency to act, living out their life. And so when I think about that, I think about a passage of Scripture, uh, the Great Commission. And that's a passage of Scripture that has absolutely changed my life. It really moved the goalposts for me in terms of my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing in terms of, of not just my life but in mission. Um, and you know that passage of Scripture says that Jesus says, All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you, and I'm with you always to the end of the age. When I take a look at that verse of Scripture, I have four little questions that I, I always ask myself in terms of my life on mission. Uh, moving towards others. Number one, I ask myself, okay, where am I going? Uh, where and, and maybe I may not be able to physically go some places, but because of the internet, because of social media, but also because of uh, video conferencing, I am able to go basically wherever I want. 
So I ask myself, where, where am I going? Where am I going where there are people who need to hear the good news of the gospel? The second question that I ask myself is, is how am I creating fellowship? What are some things that I'm doing to create fellowship among those who have trusted in Jesus? And how am I helping them? Uh, but what am I doing to create fellowship? And there are some really unique ways that we can do that, some things that we can do over this summer. We may not be able to get on a plane and fly somewhere, but we can work to create fellowship where we are. The third question that I always ask myself is, that what is it that I'm learning to obey? You know, Scripture is full of commands, and we need to be learning to obey those things. We need to be obedient to the to what God has called us to do, and we, we always need to be learning to obey the things that Jesus commanded. And so, where am I going? How am I creating fellowship? What am I learning to obey? And then what am I teaching others to obey that I have learned to obey. You know, discipleship shouldn't stop just because we're under this quarantine. We should continue to be able to teach and to encourage others with the things that we've learned to be obedient to. You know, I, I think about uh, if we're followers of Jesus, then our job is to identify people in our sphere of influence and share the good news with them. And I just want to challenge you in one little thing. I wonder how well do you know your neighbors? Uh, you know, the sad news is that most Americans, they don't have a clue who their neighbors are. They don't, they don't know their names. They don't know their stories. They don't know their spiritual background. They don't know anything. So many Americans don't even know their neighbors. And yet we are called, we're commanded by Jesus to love our neighbors as ourselves. So we really have no excuse. We need to get to know our neighbors. And so I just want to challenge you. If you started to pray and you started to think in your own sphere of influence, your neighbors, people around you, what could you do in terms of reaching out to them and being able to share the good news with them? Um, it's, so, it's so simple, and yet it's so hard. So I want to challenge you if you're a college student and you're thinking, what does mission look like for me? This summer, I just want to challenge you to look outside your front door. Look outside the area where you live and think about who are the people that I can begin to reach out to and that I can begin to make some inroads into their life so that I can share the good news of the gospel with them. DJ, I appreciate you letting me talk, and thanks for letting me be on your program. I love you, man, and I appreciate what you're doing with college students, especially those two that uh, kind of share my name. So appreciate you, man, and I look forward to talking with you soon. See you. Wow. What a great encouragement to us all. I appreciate Jay's wisdom and think it's a response we really need to consider as we head into the summer. Did you catch the questions that he was challenging us to ask? The first one being, what am I called to do? Jay makes such a great point that while it may look different, the mission remains the same. He referenced Acts 28, where Paul was doing missions from house arrest. Now, while we may not be in the exact same scenario, in fact, we're not in that scenario at all, our ability for movement has definitely been limited. But I love that he emphasized how the scriptures say that Paul did those things without hindrance. Knowing that God can move and use us regardless of where we are and what circumstances we find ourselves in encourages me greatly. Our mission remains the same. I really like what the partner in South Asia had to say as well 
about the gap that many Christians have not learned how to feed themselves, and that the opportunity for us to take ownership of our spiritual growth and ownership of taking the gospel to others is right here in front of us. Are we paying attention? Are we asking questions? And more specifically, are we asking the right questions? The ones he spoke about are fantastic. The ones from the Great Commission in Matthew 28. And I want to encourage each of us to ask ourselves these questions. These are ones that you don't just ask once. The art is learning to ask these and ask them often. And then be sensitive to God's Holy Spirit and how he's leading you. So, let's ask them. Where am I going? How am I creating fellowship? What am I learning to obey? What am I teaching others to obey? Now, I know what some of you may be thinking. I don't know the answers to some of these questions right now. And that's okay. In fact, that's part of life with God. There are seasons where you just don't know. But I love Jay's challenge because it's what we need to be asking right now, today. Seek God and pray for wisdom and discernment about moving forward. Ask Him to help you answer these questions and be patient. Pay attention and keep your eyes and ears out for opportunities. Explore and brainstorm some creative ways you can remain on mission this summer. Start with that first question, where am I going? And go from there. Pay attention to your neighbors and your spheres of influence. And remember, remember the caution from our partners in South Asia. Let us not miss the opportunity to take personal ownership of our spiritual growth and ownership of getting the gospel out. Those things remain intact. And I love the rest of those questions too. What are you learning to obey? Our last episode was about why you should read the Bible. Yes, read the Bible. Then keep asking questions when you feel the prompting of God to lead you. Ask godly men and women in your life what they think. Bounce those ideas off of your brothers and sisters in Christ. And let's have fun seeing where and how the Holy Spirit is going to use us this summer to be about the Father's business. That's the goal. And according to the passage that my good friend Jay just shared with us in Acts 28, no set of circumstances we find ourselves in can hinder that. In summary, we may not have the answers today, but we know that our task remains the same. So let us stay connected as we ask ourselves these questions and trust the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us along the way. He's really good at his job, and we can trust him. Well, thank you all for joining in on today's episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe today. We've got more episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you'll get notifications when a new episode hits. And I want to invite you to keep asking questions. Many of you have done so, and I'm very grateful. Let's keep these discussions going. They are needed and healthy. Until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.